and welcome to control alt deplete we are here i am on the left side of the screen with mr buckblind and on the right side of the screen we have my friend and co-host bioshock how you doing today bio doing good got a lot of sleep <laughs> nice sleep is good yeah. sleep is good yeah yeah got a lot last night after not getting a lot the other first half of the week <laughs> but uh <laughs> We're doing it. We're getting there. Um, all right. So, uh, obviously, this is episode... What is this? Four now, I think? Yeah, episode four. We're getting so yeah. many episodes, I can't keep track. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, episode four of Control Deplete. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed episode three. Change the title to episode four in the show notes. That'd probably be good, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so we are here to cover all your World of Warcraft news, all the fun stuff that uh, has gone on in the news. It's been kind of a slow week overall, yes. I feel like, yeah. news-wise, but uh, we still Not have a lot few, of changes. Yeah, we've got we've got a lot of mainly tuning changes and stuff, uh, a few other little things, so let's jump into it. Uh, the first thing we've got is Season 4. Uh, just a reminder, I know we covered this last week, but Season 4 ends on October 25th. That is Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Yep. Yes. Uh, so when that happens, if you haven't hit your Keystone Master, tough luck. If you haven't gotten you know, your raid achievements, faded raid achievements, tough luck. Although I, I think tough at this luck. point, unless you only need whatever raid is out this week, which I think is Sepulchre. I think is the one that's out. Unless that's the only one you need your achievements from, you already lost your chance on those. Um, PvP, last chance to get your gladiator rating and all that stuff. Uh, or your elite set. Exactly, yep. So Tuesday, that all goes away. Uh, and then also Hollow's End has started. Uh, let me check real quick on the calendar. I think it already has started, right? Is it going on right now? Yeah, it started Tuesday. So it started two days ago. It'll last for two weeks. Um, so head over to, uh, I believe, Goldshire on the Alliance yep. side. And I'm not sure. On, is it also? Duratar. Okay, it is in Duratar for the Horde side. I wasn't sure on the Horde side. Yeah, it should be uh, that um, Razor Hill. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done Hollow's End on the Horde side, honestly. Uh, <laughs> but yes, go get your Headless Horseman mount. Took me nine years to get mine, so for those of you that don't, time as well. Yep, those of you that don't have it, good luck. Uh, you got next two weeks. Uh, you should be able to go for it on any character that is level fifty or higher. I believe it's typically how they do this. Uh, so if you have a char any character that's level fifty or higher, can go uh, kill the headless horseman and have a chance to mount to, to get the drop once per day, I believe. Uh, yeah. So yep, go get that done. Bioshock, turn it over to you. Um, so this is pretty good news. It's, it's a slight change, but it's I think it's welcomed by almost everyone else. You you wouldn't like it. Yep. Is that boat timers are confirmed and added for all boats and airships yes. coming up in the next expansion, so you can see how much time you have. <laughs> yes. And so that's it's a nice quality of change, quality of life change right there. Yep. Yep. Um, I remember yeah. back in the day, you used to be able to ask them, where's the boat? And they would and tell they you. just arrived or just left. Yeah, or, well, it would, it would say, like, it's currently in Kalimdor. Okay, yeah. cool. How long till it gets here? No idea. Now we know. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. nice. I like it for speedrunning, especially since now 
well, this is really the first time that the speedrunning is, is going to be affected by the boats because you'll have to take the boat to get to uh, the Dragon Isles. Yeah. Uh, and so it's kind of nice if you can go there and you see, oh, you've got four minutes. Okay, cool. Go do some quick quests, kill stuff, whatever, to get some XP during that time. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Next one. <clears throat> um, the great vault requirements for uh, for Dragon Isles Dragonflight is lowered. So, like the requirements to get the the raid chest, the Mythic Plus chest, and the PvP chest, have all been reduced. Uh, it's just a little bit easier. It's just a nice little change as well. Um, so you got two, four, and six for raid bosses. And then Mythic Plus, it's 1, 4, 8. So you complete 1, 4, or 8 dungeons, you get the 1, 2, or 3 chests. Yeah, and that one's the same. Um, oh, the Mythic is the same? Yeah, the Mythic oh, Plus, they haven't changed, yep. So it's just the raid and the PvP. Yes. Yeah, the PvP is 1250 to 2500 to 5000, and was 5500. So yep. just a nice little change, just makes it easier to get like raid and pvp ones and yeah for sure um all right and then also on uh the 18th which was uh tuesday i believe yes yeah, so that's when they they uh that's when the new build i think i don't know if the build went went uh live yes i think the build went live yesterday maybe not it may have got, may have been tuesday night. i'm not sure but the uh they had some hot fixes tuesday night um, the, uh, they, they nerfed the Blood Decay, Dancing Rune Weapon, dropped 13 seconds to 8 seconds. A little bit of a nerf there. I feel like actually for tanky, that's actually kind of big. Uh, but I'm not sure. Because uh, I haven't touched much with Blood Decay. Uh, so then, also, Brewmaster Monk got a slight buff to their Fortifying Brew. Went from 50% to 20%. Um, and then, the next day... Or no, same day, actually. Uh, we got all the dev notes for the new build for beta. So let's go ahead and go over that. Let me pull them up here. All right. So um, they fixed some stuff with Unholy Death Knights. Uh, a couple things that weren't scaling with Mastery. Um, and then uh, one of their abilities, Mor Morbidity, now affects the range casters. Um, I'm going to cover the Demon Hunter stuff and I'll let... Then after that, bio I'll let you handle a couple things on here. All right, so Demon sure. Hunter, we got buffed, right? Emulation aura <laughs> damage increased, uh, so that's a nice buff. Um, everything else, however, was nerfed. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were like, "Cool, you guys can do some more emulation aura damage," and then everything else is just gonna be bad. Uh, yeah, everything got nerfed. Other than that, I beam hunt, uh, damage reduction, max health. Those two actually got buffed, uh, so that's that's kind of nice. They're still not worth taking, though, uh, but you're forced to take them regardless. I think that's why they buffed them, because the way they changed the talents around, you're forced to take those two talents now. Right. Um, so they buffed them to make them at least worthwhile, kind of. Not really. Um, but yeah, Chaos Strike, Slash Annihilation, both that was reduced. Blade Dance was nerfed. Um, Blade Dance was buffed. Oh, but this was buffed. Okay, nice. So, I guess they're buffing our AOE a little bit because, you know, yeah. Demon Hunters are so so bad on AOE. <laughs> Shh, don't tell, Blizz! <laughs> um, yeah, it's weird to see them buffing our AOE and be like, eh, let's nerf their yeah. single target. Uh, so, yeah. Um, 
Emulation Aura was the duration for the talent upgrade was reduced a little bit, which is kind of, eh. I don't know. I think I kind of like that, actually, because I feel like it's maybe will help get a little bit more of the uh, Ragefire procs off, but maybe There's not. There's a lot of nerfs for having, um, geez. Yep, yeah. First Blood, the uh, the big damage, damage bonus was nerfed. Honestly, that needed to be nerfed. Because uh, I was looking at that damage, and the damage that that first blood talent does was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so honestly, I'm okay with that. Uh, Unbound Chaos was nerfed. That one kind of is annoying um, that it's nerfed. It's, it's not my favorite talent anyway, but it is annoying. Uh, I-Beam, the Isolated Prey for I-Beam. That one got nerfed, uh, the I-Beam damage. And it's, again, whatever. It's all sing a single target anyway. Um, inner demon damage was reduced by 15%, and Elysian Decree damage reduced by 10%. Oh, they nerfed my Elysian Decree. That's my favorite, one of my favorite abilities. Um, so I yeah, know so you loved it. Yep. Um, now let's see. For Vengeance, uh, they they changed Elysian Decree no longer deals 10% reduced damage when specking to Vengeance, so we got a buff. Haha. -ha. Uh, focus cleave damage. Uh, the buff was the bonus was reduced from 40% to 30%. So it got a little bit of a nerf. That's okay. It's a single target. We're used to not having a good single target. Fell flame yeah. fortification damage reduction was increased to 10%. Nice little damage buff. Uh, Revel in pain maximum absorb value increased by 50%. I don't think it matters. I don't think people are using that talent anyway. It's probably why it's getting buffed. And then cycle of binding, the cooldown reduction per applied sigil is increased to three seconds. It was two seconds. It's a nice buff. Um, I think that one I use on both Havoc and Vengeance, I think. Unless I'm thinking of the wrong talent. I might be thinking of the wrong talent. I thought, because I thought cycle of binding was in the, uh, the first, the class tree and not the spec tree. But I could be wrong. Um, anyway, you want to cover the, the Druid one, especially since you've been playing a lot of Feral lately? Yeah. Um, so it affects an issue with Killer Instinct not affecting melee damage or guarding bleed damage. It's just fixed. Uh, balance. Um, so things were just kind of added and changed. Your Ashes spells are now affected by both Eclipses while active. Um... Uh, what else? There's just a lot of stuff still with mastery and eclipses being changed. Yeah, it looks like there's a couple uh, of nerfs down at the bottom there for them. Yeah, so Astral Invocation damage has been reduced by 45%. Starfall damage has been reduced by 35%. Moving on to Feral, they just moved around some Lunar Restoration talent to the left side of the tree instead of the right. And moved infected wounds to the center of the tree below Berserk. Which is like uh, the slow and then approaches bite. Um, pretty sure, anyways. Rest of the Druid, the uh, card casting that they get every five seconds during incarnation was, was six seconds, it's now five. Life Bloom, when it blooms, now reduces the cooldown of incarnation tree of life by two seconds, it was 1.5. Okay, so it looks like they got a slight buff with that, really, really slight. Yeah, the uh, Feral just talents got moved around a little bit. Yeah. That's about it. And then go, um, you go ahead and do Evoker, yeah. I'll do, I'll do Evoker. Yeah, you've been playing that a lot, I know. Uh, General Deep Breath and uh, Dream Flight now remove all roots when activated, which is kind of handy for, like, yeah, some mechanics in, in Mythics, but 
I'm more thinking of it in uh, PvP. PvP. Yeah, that'll yeah. be nice for you, PvP. Because it's a good way to break out of like, uh, a route that you can't get out of. Yep. Um, uh, Devastation snap fire duration increased to 15 seconds was 10 seconds. I'm trying to remember what snap fire even is, to be honest. Yeah, I'm, at, uh, I'm not sure. Um, I'll have to like, look at it later. Hang I, on. I so, Snapfire uh, is a talent. Living Flame has a 12% chance to reset the cooldown of Firestorm oh, and make your next one in ca instant cast and deal 40% increased damage. That may not be the exact okay. correct tooltip, but yeah, it's, it's one of your talents. Yeah, I, I see it now. So, I'm guessing uh, that the, the buff, it lasts for, like, the buff that makes your next one more powerful lasts for 15 seconds instead of 10. Just to give you more... Just, sounds, sounds like it just gives you more time to get that cast off. Well, it makes the Firestorm cast instant and do more damage. So, so Snapfire is the tooltip. Living Flame is the 12% chance to reset the cooldown of Firestorm and make your next one instant cast. And deal forty percent increased damage. So I'm guessing they're making like the buff you get at the proc last fifteen seconds out of ten. Yes. But that still only doesn't really matter. You still only get one instant cast off. Yeah, I, th I think what it is is it's just giving you more time, so it doesn't force you to have to use it right away. Um, yeah. Which is always nice. I mean, in my opinion, anytime they make a make something like that where you have a proc and that that proc, you know, even if it only gives you one charge of that proc, if it lasts, if the amount of time you have to use it lasts for longer, that's better because it just gives you more options. Um, you, you know, if let's say let's say it procs right at the end of a of a, of a trash fight, and the next you go to the next trash fight, but you have to run. Well, you know, if it takes longer than ten seconds, you're not going to get to use that proc. Yeah, so, you know, I'm I'm always okay with them making that longer. Okay, moving on to the preservation healing tree. Uh, Dream Breath has now been redesigned to match Fire Breath redesign. Uh, the healing is now the same at all empowering. It's just um, so how it works. So instead of going into like reading all that, is that right now for devastation Fire Breath? There's the power the power markers you know what i'm talking about like how long yes you yes you hold to charge it up if you do the first fire breath rank one it does fifteen thousand straight up but fifty two thousand over 24 seconds okay. and then the max the max rank one is 55k instantly but only 13k over six seconds so gotcha. people what people have been doing is they just use rank one fire breath on like huge groups of ads um uh just keep the dot up. The the dot does a lot of damage. Okay. So they're they're uh, they're kind of changing the the dream breath for preservation to do relatively the same. Interesting. Um, so the rank four will have two hundred and forty percent more spell power, but only a four second duration heal. Whereas rank one will have a sixteen percent sixteen second duration, but only sixty four percent spell power. So just kind of. It gives you the you get a stronger pot, or you get a stronger straight up heal. It's just kind of a situational, I guess. Yeah. Uh, renewing blaze increases healing of dream breath by thirty percent, and that applies to the over the that applies to the heal over time. Dream breath heal over time snap snapshots call you start a healing increase twenty percent. Um. 
and just some more just like, kind of like nice quality of life changes and uh, I'll let you get on with the hunter tree alright so for hunter in the class tree um, the arctic bull is damaged and chance to activate has been doubled so that's a nice little buff uh, beast mastery uh, beast cleave is they fixed a little bug with that where it was being it was activating when it wasn't supposed to uh, dire frenzy talent has been buffed dire beast but talent has been or damage has been increased again again <laughs> yeah uh, call of the wild has had a bunch of bug fixes I know they talked about that a little bit last week I think I think we covered that just a little bit actually last week uh, yeah one of the things we talked about uh, but yeah, so they have a few bugs with that that they fixed. Brutal Companion had some bug fixes as well. Um, then uh, let's jump down to Mage. So Fire Mage. Um, I know you've played a lot of Fire Mage in the past. Have you t have you played a lot of any Fire Mage at all with uh, uh, Beta at all? No, I've only tried uh, Frost Arcade. Gotcha. Yeah, so it looks like uh, Pyroblast was nerfed by 10%. Uh, Field of Burn was... Uh, the Mastery was nerfed. Nerfed. Uh, Tempered Flame Pyroblast was... Uh, looks like cast time was reduced. So that's a slight buff. Uh, but the Crit Strike chance was reduced. Duration was reduced. Um, so those are a little bit of nerfs. Pyroclasm does increase the next damage of your next instant pyroblast that was nerfed by 10 percent master flames ignite was nerfed <laughs> um, so controlled destruction uh was nerfed wildfires ignite was nerfed fire blast uh now it was looks like there's a bug or it wasn't spreading correctly it now it will spread correctly hopefully <laughs> yeah I, I was like it'll now spread correctly yeah, we'll see. We'll be the judge of that. Um, and Fire Blast modified by Master of Flame with Combustion now properly also spreads. Um, so, and yeah, I'm surprised that you didn't play any Fire Mage because that would explain why it's getting nerfed. <laughs> <laughs> Background for people that don't realize. Every class I play in beta has been nerfed, so. Yes, yes it has. All right, go ahead and take us away with the uh, the Monk and the, uh, I'll, I'll take over Paladin. Sure. So, Mistweaver, um, just fix some issues, increase some of their damage, um, effectiveness of their equine reverberation is increased 80%, was 70. Uh, accumulating mist is increased 25 per stack, was 20. Spinning crank kick damage reduced by 10% for Mistweaver. Fix an issue with enveloping mist and renewing mist mana cost. Um, and just add more fixes to some healing spells. Windwalker, Starburst, and Fire Spirits now correctly cast strike the Windlord. That's a buff. Resolved an issue that could prevent Starburst and Fire Spirits from copying abilities. That's also their buff. Starburst and Fire has two charges. Buff. Thunderfist damage reduced by 30%. That's kind of expected. Thunderfist is doing a lot of damage. Um, Fear is. Fury was doing uh, grants 10% haste instead of a stat value. Uh, I like that. I think it goes really well for the one talent that it gives you the 33% haste when some when someone's doing. Uh, Zuin spawned by Fury's Zuin will not correctly deal part of the tire lightning damage. Another buff. 
just so they fix stuff for Windwalker that just ends up being buffs overall. Right. All right. All so right. then, uh, Holy Paladin, uh, Resplendent Light had its yard range, or its range increased by four yards. Uh, Moment of Compassion increases Flash of Light healing by fifteen percent. Now it sounds like it was just a talent change. Um, Tears Deliverance periodic healing increased by twenty percent. Uh, so that uh, looks like that's been buffed. Ma uh, Boundless Salvation's Holy Light now extends Tears Deliverance by four seconds instead of three seconds. A little bit of a buff. Uh, Flash of Light also extends it by two seconds instead of one and a half. And Boundless Salvation's extensions are now capped at 40 seconds. Not sure it was capped at before. I haven't played Holy Pally at all. Um, if it's yeah. not Demon Hunter, I haven't played it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but no, it looks like overall Holy Pally got some buffs. And then uh, let's go on to uh, one of Bio's favorite classes. Go ahead and take Shadow away with those Shadow Priest yeah. changes. So Shadow Crash applies an pure touch to eight targets. What's four? That's a huge buff, like massive. Nice. Especially when you run Misery, so you can spread. It, you put some Vampire Touch and Shadow Pain. I know, really I, nice. I know I'm excited about that one because I know you love playing Shadow Priests, and I know that my I big do. gripe my big gripe with them is that they have no that they're they're so slow at ramping up damage. Big pulls and and or or higher keys they're great. Lower keys are so annoying because you won't do any damage, and so that kind of helps with that. Yeah, help help you compete um, with a Demon Hunter burst. <laughs> I don't feel built to do that quite. <laughs> the low key, the low keys, probably not. But yeah, um, I don't know if off no longer triggers barring plague damage. Damage double sure pain vampire vampire touch with thirty percent chance of applying vacuum void. Uh, was twenty. Equine Void's debuff can apply up to four targets. Equine Void damage will reduce damage beyond five targets. That means it dies. Equine Void triggers remaining sacks immediately. Equine Void damage reduced by sixty percent. So they like made it easier to stack up your Equine Void, but to reduce the damage in general. All right. Um, I I haven't really tested those builds because I haven't found one that I like. Where you, I don't run like any of the idols right now. I don't think. On my priest, I'm not a not a big fan of some of them. They're kind of awkward to try and get to. Right. Yeah. Um, Shadow apparitions can no longer be seen by allies in dungeons and raids, which is good for people that get with potato computers. Yeah, but I, at the same time, I kind I, I like seeing fifty thousand shadowy apparitions running towards everything. It looks cool. <laughs> 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 um. Critical strikes to the Viren Plague, my Blast Void Bolt cause Shadow Apparition to 100% increased damage instead of spawning two apparitions. Okay. Mindseer now has a 50% chance per tick to create a Shadow Apparition that floats towards all targets inflicted by Vampire Touch for Shadow Damage. Oh, that's nice. I love... Yeah, it's not bad. I love Yogg-Saron has been redesigned. Each time you spawn a set of Shadowy Apparitions, gain a stack of Idol of Yogg-Saron. At 25 stacks, you summon a thing from beyond that serves you for 20 seconds. Think from beyond blast enemies for shadow damage deals 30% increase, 30% of all the damage enemies within 10 yards. Damage reduced beyond five targets. Things from beyond voice spike damage just by 60%. So yeah, they're making it easier to summon these idols like Idol Jog and Echoing Void. Right. But they, ner they nerf the damage. Yeah. So were you are you using Idol Jog Saron in your build at all? Uh, no. My priests haven't used Idol Nazoth, Jog Saron, or 
Kassun or Yasraj. Gotcha. Okay. I'm not using any of the four, to be honest. I I think they can be good. I just haven't found the build that I, I, that I like. Right. Um, yeah. Um, Void Spike is now affected by Shadow Weaving. And Void Spike's cast time is increased at 2 seconds. It was 1.5. Which is fine, because you never hard cast a Mind Spike anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Okay. You just get instant procs of Mind Spike. Because if you cast Mind Spike without a proc, it takes your dots off. So there's really no point in casting it. But, um... Yeah, um... Alright, um... I'll go over a little bit of these rogue changes. Uh, feel free to chime in, because I know you have a lot of experience with rogue, too. Yep. Um, so yeah, it looks like, just in general, some of the baseline damage abilities, uh, rupture, ambush, instant poison and wound poison were all increased and buffed a little bit. Yep. Um... In the class tree, the Shiv damage, Sepsis damage, and Equine Reprimand all were buffed by 20%. Uh, for Assassination, Assassination got buffs pretty much across the board. I think some of these are the stuff that we touched on a little bit last week. Um, I'm not sure why it didn't go through until this build, but hey, you know. <laughs> so yeah, Grow, Envenom, Mutilate, Fan of Knives, Deadly Poison, Deathmark... Uh, internal bleeding, serrated bone spike, crimson tippus, amplifying poison, king's bane. We're not done yet. Indiscriminate carnage. Uh, all those uh, got buffed. Um, most of those are damage buff. Indiscriminate carnage is a cooldown reduction by 30 seconds. Oh, that's nice. I love seeing cooldown reductions. It's one of my. I, I don't know. It's one of my favorite things. Having quick on-demand cooldowns is just like I love it. Uh, so it always warms my heart to see cooldowns getting reduced. Um, and then uh, when death mark is applied, it now also duplicates exi existing eligible debuffs on the target. And the death mark duration was reduced to 16 seconds, so a tiny nerf. I think overall, though, we're going to call those uh, some big buffs. I think yeah. they, they range from 13 to 35% damage increase, so that's some nice big buffs there for assassination. Might actually, with that change, is try an assassination in, a, in like a Mythic Plus. Yeah. That makes sense. I think it's worth trying out. Um, then, so for Outlaw, uh, Dispatch damage and Pistol dot damage were both reduced by a little bit. Um, Roll the Bones. I have not done Roll the Bones since BFA. I haven't played Rogue since BFA. Um, broadside damage was reduced. Uh, the True Bearing cooldown reduction was reduced. Uh, Ruthless Precision Crit bonus was reduced. Skull and Crossbones bonus Sinister Strike chance damage was, you guessed it, reduced. Uh, buried Treasure Energy Regen was increased. Haha. Uh, so again, this is kind of like what we talked about last week, where uh, a lot of Outlaws damage was reduced, but some of their Energy Regen was buffed. So yeah. kind of a, a, a give and take there. Um, Opportunities bonus Sinister Strike uh, chance was increased by... 5%, so it's went from 35 instead of 30. Uh, combat potency energy regeneration was increased by 5%. Fatal slash, or fatal flourish chance to generate energy was also increased. And summarily dispatched max stats, max stacks were reduced to 5 instead of 7. Um, and then subtlety eviscerate damage was reduced. Relentless strikes energy restore reduced to 5. 
improved shadow techniques, energy regenerated reduced to 3, replicating shadows damage bonus reduced to 20%, veil touch damage bonus reduced to 5%, deeper daggers damage bonus reduced to 8 and 16%, so again, all nerfs oh, across the board for subtlety. One of yeah. the classes that Bioshock was playing, I might add, Com combat and or outlaw excuse me not combat outlaw and subtlety both class both specs that uh bioshock was uh was playing on during beta testing and now look at that yep. they, all, they got nerfed um <laughs> take us over the shaman i know you've been doing some shaman stuff yeah um start the elemental lightning bolt damage decrease by 17 percent elemental blast damage decrease by 20 percent and the stats you get from the from the elemental blast is increased Wind speakers lava resurgence lava burst damage increased by ten percent was twenty so slight nerf. Earthshock damage increased by five percent. With lava resurgence heat wave the damage next lava burst increased by twenty percent. Liquid magma totem damage increased by one hundred and twenty five percent. Um, enhancement. Mail maelstrom weapon trigger chance lowered to sixteen percent was twenty. Damage of all Maelstrom Weapon Consuming Abilities reduced by 10%. Focus Lightning Conduit values half for all ranks. Storm Strike Damage increased by 20%. I did not expect that. Wind Strike Damage increased by 20%. Lava Lash Damage increased by 92%. Hot Hammer at 1. Lava Lash Damage lowered to 20 was 50. Ice Strike Damage increased by 20%. Sundering Damage increased by 75%. Storm's Wrath value increased, changed to 150, was 100. Uh, got our Storm to increase, Fire Nova damage increased, Feral Spirit and Elemental Spirits buffed, changed to 20%, was 15. Doom Winds, active Wind Fairy weapon bonus damage lowered to 10, was 25. Doom Winds cooldown increased to 90 seconds, was 60. Forceful Winds bonus lowered to 40 per stack, was 45. So just some slight buffs filled with single target while nerfing some other aspects of, the, of enhancement. I think it's needed. I, I didn't think that they need a buff on Windstorm Strike, to be honest. I feel like they do pretty good single target already. Yeah. I mean I don't I don't I don't mind any buffs to elemental or enhance. I feel like shamans have been weak for quite a while. I know Enhance right. was had some playtime near the end of Shadowlands. But I feel like overall, the last couple of expansions, um, I think I guess Ellie had some some a slight run there in, in Mythic Plus. But I feel like both those specs have really kind of been underperforming for a while, and because I don't, you just don't see a whole lot of shamans usually. So I'm glad to yeah, see some buffs. I, I'd, I'd like to see. I like it when the classes that just don't get much playtime because they're not very good finally get buffed i always like to see that especially for yeah. those people that you know are out there that you know played it through the thick and thin whether it's terrible or good they still went ahead and just played it yeah um let's see so for warlocks uh they got some nerfs for demonic or yeah, demonology another spec <laughs> that i think you were playing weren't you uh you played a little bit of demonology no no, I, I set up my talents, but I never played it. Uh, okay, but you logged on to it, so yeah, you get the blame. <laughs> they actually did buff part of demonology. Did they? Okay, so that they uh, let's see. Dreadlash got it. nerfed. Fell and steel uh, got nerfed. 
Infernal Command got nerfed. Felsunder uh, got nerfed. Not seeing the buff here. Okay, demons, demonic tyrants, demon fire increased by 50%. Okay. Um, and then a couple bug fixes there where the damage wasn't scaling properly on certain things. Uh, fix an issue where guillotine was dealing damage twice to enemies. You know what? We're going to call that a nerf. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Warrior. I'll go ahead and cover Warrior real quick, and then we'll get into the class sets. Um, okay. So the class tree, uh, Blood and Thunder, has been redesigned. So Thunderclap costs 10 more Rage, although I want to say... Oh, that's for the class tree. Okay, yeah. So for the class tree, Thunderclap costs 10 more Rage, deals more damage. So it got buffed a little bit, but it does cost Rage. Um, if you have Rend, it also affects nearby targets, which looks a lot of fun. I know it's something we covered in our Warrior video. Yeah. Um, arms. Uh, looks like it got nerfed a little bit. Arms the auto attack got nerfed. End for the kill got nerfed. Uh, skull splitters nerfed on the rage generation. The damage is also nerfed on that. Mortal Strike is nerfed. Execute nerfed, Juggernaut Juggernaut nerfed, Deep Wounds nerfed, Rend nerfed, Blood Surge looks like they did a fix on it. Uh, Blade Storm now generates twenty rage, and Exhilarating Blows now triggers correctly past or per cast of cleave rather than per target hit. So that's also a nerf. Uh, Fury, Bloodthirst damage increased, Blood Craze got buffed, um, Bloodborne buffed, Cruelty Annihilator buffed, Raging Blow buffed, Crushing Blow buffed, Annihilator buffed, Wrath and Fury's Raging Blow was buffed, Slaughtering Strikes Raging Blow buffed, Dancing Blades buffed, Onslaught now triggers Enrage before damage is dealt. So that's a buff. Titanic Rage now triggers Enrage before damage is dealt. So that's going to be all be buffs across the board there. So Fury, yeah, nice little buffs there. Um, Prot Warrior. Uh, let's see. Unbreakable Will will last for four seconds when triggered by Avatar. Uh, now correctly reduces damage taken for allies by 20%. So that's it was 25, so that's a nerf. Um, it's technically a fix, but it's a nerf. It's a nerf, All right? You know, just because you fix it, it still makes it weaker. <laughs> um, blood Surge should again cause periodic damage. Triggers to generate rage correctly, so they'll fix there. Um, Juggernaut now correctly links to the protection version rather than the arms version. Uh, so that's a fix there. Uh, battering Ram increases auto attack damage by 20%. And Violent Outburst Thunderclap no, thunder no longer triggers and invalidates Violent Outburst at seven stacks. So, yep. looks like some, mainly some nerfs, but a few changes there also. Slight with some slight buffs from those, but mainly just some changes and nerfs. Um, Alright, take us through some of the, uh, the Death Knight class set. Unholy 2 set, damage gained by our ghoul increases 25% was 10. That's huge. That's huge. Love nice. it. Love to see it. Um, four set ghoul attacks with a chance to increase your damage enhanced by 8% was 10. Uh, four set bonus also your primary ghoul attacks with an 8% chance to grant ghoul's infusion was 15. This chance increased to 15% when your ghoul has vile infusion. So, the four set just a slight nerf by 2%, but 
the two sets just crazy. Really good. Gotcha. Alright, so for uh, Demon Hunter, just a small little fix. It looks like um, the four set bonus fix an issue or an issue where it was causing the, the effect, which the four set is where you have like a 12% chance for your spirit bomb or soul cleave to do more damage. I think it does 50% more damage. Um, and then it also uh, gives a damage reduction on each target hit or so it's supposed to, but it was only affecting to one target instead of all the targets. So now it's go, they fixed it. So kind of a buff there. Technically it's a fix, but it's kind of a buff as well compared to yeah. what we were doing. Um, I'll let you do Pallet or uh, Druid. Yeah. Uh, balance Force Set fixed an issue preventing this bonus from applying to your next Starfall. Uh, Guardian Force Set increased the power of healing effect. Uh, now heals for 2.5 times as much as before. Okay, so that's kind of a nice buff there for Guardian, I will say. Yeah. Uh, getting that. that cause, so now it'll be 2.5. That's, that's a pretty big increase, so that's nice. Um,. I think Guardians really only have one way to heal right now, and that's the, uh, the uh, it's not, fr Frenzied Regeneration, which, mind you, is a very strong heal. Uh, so that'll be nice, get a little extra option, I like that. Um, for Paladin, uh, the Holy two-set bonus, they just kind of changed uh, the, the description and the tooltip wording to be correct. Uh, no real affecting type of change the four set bonus added word of glory to the list of spells affected in the description of the effect so again that's just some uh wording and stuff um go ahead and do uh, the rogue stuff there assassination two set invented now increases weapon poison damage to 20 percent was 10 nice four set septic wounds now increases bleed damage by four percent per stack was two nice, nice. assassination getting boss man mm -hmm. definitely try it out uh, Outlaw 2 set. Fix a bug is not getting credit for spending 6 combo points. Dispatch increased the damage of Sensor Striker Ambush by 8% per combo, per combo point spent, down from 20%. That's a big nerf. 4 set. Half half cost use of Pistol Shot increased Dispatch Ambush by 25%, was 50. That's a big nerf. Outlaw's getting shafted right now. Mm -hmm. It's because you were playing it. <laughs> Subtlety. Fix a bug causing the set to not work with Bloom Blade as well as Backstab. Two set. Fix the bug that was not giving credit for spending six combo points. An incorrect version of the subtly four set bonus was released. The correct bonus is backstab, shadow strike, three storm critical strikes, increase the damage of eviscerate, and rupture by 12%. The damage by power by 8% for three seconds. So the four set now does reduce damage bonus to eviscerate and rupture by 12% was 15. And duration of bonus to three seconds was six seconds. So some slight nerfs there. Yeah. Um, and you said you're you, you're wanting to try out assassination with all those buffs it's been getting then. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so next week I'm sure we'll be going over the nerfs to assassination. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. And then the, the last one we have here is elemental shaman uh, with the four set bonus. They just fixed an issue where that was giving less than the intended amount of mas mastery. So nothing big there. Um, other than that, the development notes for this beta build. Uh, looks like they changed a little bit of stuff for pet battles, but oh well. You know, not really concerned about that. PvP instance PvP activities should now be rewarding strong boxes that contain a variety of consumables, profession reagents, and most importantly, PvP recipes. Uh, you also will get more primal chaos and a chance at infusions at a high rating. 
uh, primal chaos and infusions. Is that all crafting stuff? Yes. Okay. I know. I know you were. You've done a lot of the crafting stuff. I haven't touched it really. Um, I never do. <laughs> I just. Uh, I don't do much craft. I'll do alchemy, and that's about it. Just for the two-hour bonus, if we still get that. But yeah, that's. I. I haven't. That's something I really need to look at, honestly, is professions, changes that they've made, because I know they've revamped all of the profession stuff, and I have not looked at any of it. Uh, right. And for the few professions that I do, I will need to actually take a look at those. Um, all right, so then uh, you want to go over the, the hot fixes that they made right after doing those dev notes. Thank you, Strikers buff from uh, 149%. Of power, 223. Fear the Eagle was buffed by about 13, 14%. Kill Command was buffed. Kill Shot was buffed by quite a bit. Um, Rufus Marauder, whatever that is, not sure if that is. It's a talent. Probably. Was was buffed. And uh, Fury the Eagle was buffed as well. Gotcha. And then, uh, so yeah, then on, they also, later on that day, it looks like they, they buffed some of the balance druid changes that they had, um, which I think in their dev notes, they mentioned that the they were nerfing them, but that they were still tuning a lot of it, and that most likely they would end up buffing some of the stuff that they had nerfed. Um, they yeah. They're just, they're just going through real quick to do those. Um, and also, uh, Windwalker, they had quite a few changes to just some of the wording and the way that the spells have worked a little bit. Um, but primarily, there's a buff to Strike of the Windlord, which was nice for them to see. Um, and then also, Pallies, they had a little hot fix that like gave a real, real tiny buff to one of their talents, the uh, Aspiration of Divinity talent. Uh, right. And then the next day, which I guess would have been actually today, earlier today, they rolled out a few other hot fixes. Um, Resto Druid got nerfed quite a bit. They had quite a few abilities got nerfed. Um, Holy Paladin got slightly nerfed. It wasn't too bad. Uh, Prot Warrior, small buff. I kind of like it um, as somebody who has... I have tanked on Prot Warrior, but it's a while back. Uh, Thunderclap. Uh, was cost was costing rage and now for prop warrior thunderclap costs zero rage so of course don't spend rage on it that's going to be a small buff so that's kind of nice um, and then on holy dk's got some small nerfs um havoc demon hunter they nerfed rage fire another five percent yay uh, Vengeance Sigil of Flame. Um, they buffed it. They basically doubled the damage that Sigil of Flame does, but Sigil of Flame doesn't do hardly any damage anyway. So it's, you know, it, it's it, it went from doing little baby damage to doing little toddler damage. Um, actually, yeah. having a toddler, I'm going to take that back. It was still baby damage because toddler damage is actually massive. Uh, there's a reason my kid is nicknamed uh, Destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Eli. Yes. All right, uh, go ahead and take us over those next two things, the uh, I and J on there. Uh, so, Sora for Evoker is now affected by some dragon riding talent, which uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how that works. I'm wondering if you get more charges to fly, like, to use the bonuses. That's kind of what I was wondering. I, I, I actually hadn't looked at the article. Um, let me pull that up real quick, because I was curious... 
what all it actually was affected by. If you want to go ahead and go over that next point while I look that up, we'll come back to this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dragon Fight, Dragon Fight, Dragon Flight Legacy is premiering on the 25th, so this upcoming Tuesday when the season ends. They're doing those short animated videos uh, they, that they did for WAD and Legion, right? Uh, yep, and they also had some for BFA and Shadowlands as well. Oh, right, yeah. They started in WAD. Yes. Those were, those were pretty good. So yeah, I think in, like... in WAD they covered like each of the clans, yes. um, the Orc clans, and then in Legion... What did they cover in Legion? I don't remember. They did a Medivh and Khadgar. Yes, that's right. Yeah, they did Medivh and Khadgar. You're right. Um, and yeah. then in Shadowland or BFA, they covered they did like a Jaina. Um, they did a right. Sylvanas, and then they did one other um, person. I'm trying to remember who it was. Edwin? No, it was it was all females. It may have been Tarande. I think that's what it was. Oh, Tarande. Okay. Um, and then for uh, Shadowlands, they covered. Um, I know it was like a different person for each zone, basically. Ardenweld kind of covered. Um, I can't remember his name, but he was one of like the keepers of the groves. Uh, and then Maldraxxus covered um, Thrall's mom. I can't remember her name all of a sudden. Draka. Yes, Draka. Um, Revendreth. Revendreth, I think, was my favorite one because it was like uh, it was almost like a uh, tourist attraction ad. Is how they did the Revendreth one. Um, I thought that was really nice and cool and funny. Um, Bastion, I believe, covered Uther. Yes, it did. Yeah, I want to say Bastion. Yeah, Bastion covered Uther. Um, they were all really good. So I'm I'm guessing. What do you think? Do you think we'll see one for each dragon aspect leader? I would I would think so. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Too. I think I think they're gonna have one for each each dragon leader, and I think they might have one for the the villain, the uh, the first last the last boss of the first raid. Gotcha. I uh, maybe not. I I don't know. I was just kind of thinking like they might. They showed him in the. Uh, they showed him in the uh, the teaser. Gotcha. Razagus, cool. the Razagus, yeah. It might. It maybe it'll. I don't know if he'll have his own, but they might have like him be involved in the other people's stuff. Right. Yeah. The other ones. But yeah, I'm, I'm guessing we'll see one for. I'm guessing we're gonna see one for. Obviously, we're gonna see one for uh, Nostormo. Uh, we'll probably yeah. see one for Calic Ghost. Um, we'll probably see one for Alexstrasza. I'm curious if they'll do one for the new Green Dragon Fright leader, because I, I would hope so, because no one really has met her a whole lot yet up until this expansion, because um, Ysera, you know, is gone now. So they've got a new uh, Green Dragon Fright leader, so I'm sure they'll do one for her, especially to introduce her. You think they'll have one for Rathion? That's kind of what I'm wondering because, so with the Black Dragon Flight, we've got Sabellian or Sabellus. I can't remember. Yes, Sabellian. Sabellian and Rathion. So we've got those two are kind of going, each trying to become the leader. So I'm curious if they'll do one for each of them or if they'll just do one encompassing the, the, you know, just covering both of them at once. I don't know. Yeah. 
um, but those I'm excited to see those. I always like watching those. Um, I think one. I think probably to this day the best one that they ever did was the Jaina one from BFA, um, where they had the whole song. Every, like that yeah. was it was so good. Um, yeah, it was good. I, my second favorite is probably Sylvanas's one uh, as well. I really liked uh, the one with Sylvanas burning down a tree and then talking to uh, the night elf that was dying there at her feet. And a little flashback uh, to see Sylvanas before she was Banshee, and then talking to you know Arthas as he's getting ready to kill her. Yeah, I really like the Savannah one, but I think I think the Jane one is my favorite. But I I love these. I'm always I always like whenever they release them, and I don't know if they're going to release all of them at once or if they'll they'll probably do like one each week leading up to um, the launch. launch. I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. We'll, so we'll probably see like four or five of them. Probably probably five. I'm going to guess around five. Uh, I'm going to guess we'll have one for each dragon flight, and then Razagath will probably be covered throughout those. He might. It, it's possible he'll be like making an appearance in almost every single one of them, touching base on it. Um, yeah. Speak, speaking of the dragonflights, one of the things I'm really looking forward to this 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 expansion is, from a lore perspective, I really really am looking forward to them diving into Nosdormu and his potential future as Murazond. Um, which, for those of you that don't know, Murazond is the leader of the Infinite Dragonflight. And the infinite dragonflight is responsible for a lot of crap that happened. Um, they were yeah. real big. Um, uh, they were kind of part of. I want to say they kind of were part of Twilight's hammer um, back in Cataclysm, whenever uh, um, Deathwing, you know, was trying to destroy everything. Um, but they, I know they were. We dealt with the Infinite Dragonflight a little bit during that time. That's kind of the last that we've seen of them. Um, we fought them during some of the the dungeons that we went, especially the End Time dungeon, I believe. Um, the three dungeons they introduced in Cataclysm at the end were three of my favorites, uh, leading up to Dragon the Dragon Soul raid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm hoping we're gonna. Well, I know we're gonna see Infinite Dragonflight, and I'm kind of hoping we get a lot more information and details on Murazon and go into that storyline for this expansion because I think that'd be really cool to see. That no, would be cool. Yeah. I know there's a lot of people predicting that No Stormru will not make it past the end of this expansion, um, and that maybe Murazon will end up being like the final boss or the final raid boss or whatever. So who knows? We'll see. I'm looking forward to that part of it. Yeah, should um, be good. Jumping back to the sore, uh, Drakthir's sore, gaining some of the talents. So let's see. It now says, uh, excuse me, the dragon riding skill track will now confer some benefits to Drakthir's sore while the Drakthir player is inside of the Dragon Isles. So Draken rider training has been renamed to Take the Skies and also increases Soar's max speed to match that of Dragon Isles Drake. So it's like you're going to get the maximum speed in Dragon Isles. Okay. Um, dynamic stretching, restorative travels, and yearning for the sky each reduce the cooldown of Soar by 40 seconds, reducing it to two minutes with all of those traits. That's nice. Having, having Soar yeah. as a two-minute cooldown, that'll be really nice. Um, then together with Drakthir's Familiar Skies, that results in a possible one-minute cooldown. Um, so that also would be really nice. And then Winds yeah. of the Isles, which Winds of the Isles is the talent, I believe, that um, 
if you see like the little tornado swirly looking things, you can fly over it on your dragon riding mount and it launches you up in the air. It says that those will also affect Soar once you've unlocked the Winds of the Isles talent. Um, right. Then it looks like they also, in that same post, they updated some stuff in the racing. They just updated some of the times. Um, you can now change mounts during the uh, start countdown and not fail the race. Being a passenger and jumping quickly between different riders using ride along should no longer remove your wealth visual. I didn't even know you could do that. Um, and you can now use all of your dragon riding abilities during the races. So, just a little bit of some changes on those. Um, and then the last little bit of news, I guess, eh, yeah, it's the last little bit of news. That's right. So, last little bit of news. This is something that uh, Bioshock actually helped me discover the other day when he sent me a video of somebody doing a speed run three and a half hours for beta um so they I, I hadn't i hadn't had a chance to actually test leveling really because of the bugs to demon hunter but they nerfed the leveling xp from for leveling from 60 to 70 they nerfed it it was like 18.7 percent something like that is what my math came out to most of that are on the last few levels uh, there's actually a couple of levels Especially the earlier levels, we actually require more XP at the start. Like, the, I think the level uh, 61 and 62, to get to those, you actually have a, a little bit more XP. But overall, um, they nerfed it. It was somewhere in the neighborhood about 600,000 XP less now. Um, I know the right. very last level. So, so you needed like 1.1 million XP for the last level. And that got dropped to like four hundred thousand, uh, so that was that was a big big nerf there. Uh, but yeah, so that should help leveling alts and stuff, especially. Uh, but no, that, that'll definitely decrease the leveling time. I believe I haven't tested it, but I do believe that now you will be able to hit max level just through doing the campaign. But I'm not positive on that. Um, I could, right. I, like I said, I haven't been able to test it. Before you were coming about two and a half levels short, I think this might fix that. But again, uh, you still might have to do side quests. Um, I know yeah. combined with like bonus objectives and stuff, I think it will be good. Um, and then let's see. So the other thing that we had, um, and we'll kind of go into some discussion on this. Uh, last week they announced pre-patch testing on the PTR realm. Um, I think we talked about it during. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your face. I think we <laughs> talked about that on our last podcast, and we were all excited. We're going to go test the pre-patch, um, or so we thought. Uh, so the pre-patch launch or testing started, and then it ended very quickly. It was supposed to last for like three days. Uh, I think that dropped to about three hours is about all it was up for. They had a bunch of bugs, a bunch of issues. Um, I can't remember exactly what, how they worded it. It was something along the lines of they had to, they had to cancel the testing due to unforeseen circumstances. Uh, it's like they're they're wording on it. Uh, but yeah, so that um, that testing got ended really quickly. Um, Wowhead did manage to kind of look at some of the stuff and gave a list of things that, that we're doing. So just to cover that real quick. Um, so one of the big things, and it's probably the main thing that is happening, are the elemental invasions. Um, 
So there's going to be in four different zones, and uh, you can go and kill different elements that are there, and there will be elemental lords that you can kill. If you kill all four elemental lords, uh, that'll get you a feat of strength for the pre-patch, so make sure to go out once the pre-patch starts, which, um, and we'll discuss this here in a few minutes as well, the pre-patch launches Tuesday, uh, the yep. 25th. Yeah, uh, we'll go we'll we'll go over what what is in pre patch and then we'll discuss that launch date because I got some thoughts on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so get your feet of strength by killing all four elemental lords. Uh, the Earth Lord is in the Northern Barrens. The Fire Lord is in the Tiraswall Glades. The Storm Lord is in Agoro Crater Crater, and the Ice Lord is in Badlands. Um, there'll be an, I'm not sure on the timing of the invasions. I think there's only probably going to only be one up at a time, most likely. Um, and then rotating, my guess, probably like every two to three hours, they'll probably rotate which zone is having an invasion. I feel like yeah. that's how they've typically done that in the past, but we'll see. Uh, Would have liked to test it ourselves, but we didn't get to because it was they had already canceled it by the time we were able to log on. Uh, you want to talk about the catch-up gear and where we can get those from? Sure. Um, so I'm a little upset with Gatchup gear. I mean, it's not terrible. Me but too. <laughs> I was expecting higher. So right now it's data mine that it's going to be 252 item level gear. I was really hoping for 280. Uh, but it is what it is. It can be purchased with pri Primeval. Pri yep, primeval. Primeval. Yep. Prime primeval Essence. And that drops from Primal Imbued Mobs and Elemental Lords. Killing the bosses, killing the ads, doing all that stuff to get your gear. Yep. Um, so that's not only catch-up gear, but it's transmog gear that will not be in the game after the pre-patch. Similar to how the other expansions, like in Legion pre-patch, there was the uh, yep. the the fell-infused gear. Yes. It's similar to that. So get your tra get your transmog gear done because it'll go away. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's also going to be a toy that will be a reward. It's called Bag of Furious Winds. Um, it is not a bag, unfortunately. When I first saw it, I thought, oh, we're getting like a 34, 36 slot bag. And it'll be like soul bound or something. No, it's just a toy. Um, it puts a vacuum over your head that will last for 10 seconds and suck in critters that are within like 30 feet of you or something. And it's got like a half an hour cooldown. So fun little toy, whatever, you know. Um, then also there are going to be heirloom trinkets that are available. All right, so the the heirlooms, which are, are trinket heirlooms, so those are nice. Um, that is the last reward for the event. Oh, you craft it. Uh, so it is a rare drop. The recipe. Um, oh no, you get so you get actually. Here's what it is. So from each elemental lord, uh, you must obtain a rare drop from each elemental lord. So the earth lord has dimmed primeval earth. Uh, the fire one has dim primeval fire, then dim primeval storm from the storm lord, and dim primeval water from the ice lord. Um, once you have all four of them, you combine them with each other, and then that'll give you the unstable element confluence, which will give you... It's an heirloom trinket, which is nice. It's always good to get those. I actually like this one a bit better than the other heirloom trinkets. Because yeah. um, most of the heirloom trinkets aren't very good. Uh, so this yeah. one's going to give you... You know, a certain percentage of your primary stat. Uh, and then when it's equipped, you get a spell. Your spells and abilities have a chance to usher in primal magics, dealing damage to the enemies, and buffing allies. So, 
know, what that exactly will be, I don't know, but a nice little damage buff and stuff like that. So a nice little heirloom trinket to use. I'll probably end up using that one leveling, honestly, because uh, most of the trinkets, the trinkets that I currently use that are the best ones for leveling, just heal you for 2% whenever an enemy that gives experience dies. So yeah. damage is going to be better. Uh, so I'm actually looking forward to that for speedruns. Um, and then if you want more information, go to uh, Wowhead. Um, also, they have... Uh, um, Blizzard did put uh, the official pre-patch notes are out. Checking on all that. It, it's, it's really just kind of discussing all the changes with like talent trees and the systems and stuff that are going in through that. So feel free to check that out at some point. Um, and check it out soon because... As our next topic covers, uh, pre-patch is launching on the 25th, which is in five days. So <laughs> Ready or not, here it comes. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I was definitely expecting, we knew season four was ending on the 25th, so you know, yeah. no big deal. I was expecting another week before the pre-patch would come out. Uh, I was not expecting it to come out right away. And I was, um, I think they were too, but I'm surprised that it's coming out considering the testing failed. Like, I mean, I, I don't know yeah. how else you would word the testing it, other than awful. like, awful. like, I don't, I don't see how you can call it successful tests when they use, when the result was, well, we had to cancel it due to un, unforeseen circumstances. Okay. Uh, like what <laughs> uh, so i don't know my hope they've not announced anything yet although there is a new news message after 1109 just some hot fixes we'll touch base on that in a minute probably um so yeah uh, i'm hoping that maybe tomorrow they'll do another test but they've not announced anything so I, i'm not i don't think they're gonna um and i'm a little yeah. concerned and, and it, and it you know, makes me concerned for the state of Dragonflight as a whole, because as we've seen, there's been tons of weird bugs and and stuff that are like they're minor bugs, but they're also kind of game breaking slightly. Um, like yeah. you know, we've had the vendor bug, which yeah, it's whatever. It's one little bug. It's the vendor you can't, but you can't vendor anything. That's game breaking. Yeah. Like if you can't sell anything, if you can't vendor anything, that is game breaking. It's a, it sounds small, but like that does break the game. Uh, that's a major bug. Uh, we've had the bugs uh, last week with the UI bug on the on the dragon riding. Uh, UI was all screwy, and and your vigor recharging was all bugged out and stuff. This week we have a bag buff bug again, uh, where some and it's not on every character, but some characters are just having issues where I know you had it earlier. I saw it on a demon hunter that I, or uh, my monk hunter hunter that I copied over. The bag is just grayed out. You can't see anything in your bags. Yeah, um, you can hover it, but you know you can't see like the actual. Yeah, icon. and that's I, I mean I'm sure it's a small fix, but again it just seems like every single week we're There's playing. Bug. It feels like we're playing whack a mole. And you know you get you get some big large bug that's affecting everybody, and they wait the whole build to fix it. They fix it in the next build, but then as soon as they fix it, well, here's another big big bug that's affecting everybody, and then they just wait the whole week to fix it. 
Um, no, I'm sure, you know, I know that they're working hard to get all this stuff, but I'm not, I'm not concerned about the fact that there are bugs. I'm concerned about the fact that there are bugs and we're still seems like they're ready to go ahead and launch the game with as many yeah. bugs and issues as there are. Like I totally get, there's going to be bugs always. There's, you're never going to have a launch that doesn't have bugs. Uh, right. you could be big bugs, small bugs, whatever. But I just feel like. I feel like it's not ready. The game's not quite ready. I think there's still some classes that are very unhappy with their talent tree layouts. Um, I think the last... So Vengeance talent tree layout was excellent until the last changes. And now the Vengeance the Vengeance class... Well, I guess Demon Hunter class tree layout. The Demon Hunter class tree layout that they changed is not cool. Uh, I don't like it at all. But they're done changing the talent layouts. Now it's all just tuning. So we're just stuck with a bad talent tree where it was a good one. Now we have to waste talent points on, on talents that we didn't want to use because they weren't very good. They're just going to force it to us. They took yeah. away all of our CC stuff. So like before you were going to use CC because it went along with the path and it was great because you can have all the CC. I don't have any CC on my demon hunters anymore, except for in prison. Right. That's it. Like I'm not, I don't have chaos Nova. I don't have sigil of misery. Uh, they took sigil of silence away from havoc. So that's only on vengeance. Um, luckily that's in a spot that actually is good to use, but yeah, I just, I don't like the changes that they, they put on there. Um, because it just forces you if you, you have to choose between getting CC abilities. And it is a lot of classes, I feel like. You're forced between choosing CC abilities or increasing your DPS. And 99.9% right. .9 of people are going to choose to increase their DPS. Yeah. Um, and I think, as we've discussed a little bit, stuff like that's going to cause issues, in my opinion, in Mythic Plus, where you're going to go in, you're going to have a group that just has no CC, no stuns, no nothing. You got you got your interrupts, and that's it. Um, so that's concerning to me with some of the layouts and stuff. Uh, again, the pre-patch testing, they've, it's all bugged, but they're going through and pushing it anyway. Like, I want to know... Yeah. I still have not fully seen any details as to what the reasoning was for them canceling it. They basically just said it was canceled due to unforeseen circumstances. What does that mean? Yeah. And is it something like where, I mean, I mean, it's, it's such a vague description. It could be something where there was something that was some bug that was breaking the game. It could be, Oh, we didn't intend for that to be in there. Or it could be as simple as Joe Smo called in and was supposed to oversee it. <laughs> you know, I highly doubt that's the case, but you know, it could be as simple as that. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's concerning to me that they're pushing through pre-patch already. What what are your thoughts on that? I don't know. Um. I don't know, man. I don't know. What do you think about the testing that they had and, and the fact that it crashed? Well, I, canceled. I get, I get stuff like that happens. I feel like they should have tried to redo it even during the week, even if people weren't, not a lot of people were around. I think they should have done some testing. Yep. Like they, they planned it for the weekend, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, I was supposed to go from like Friday until Monday, I believe, and it yeah, went from Friday work, afternoon until Friday evening. Like, why not? 
implemented on Monday or Tuesday until Friday. We just need some testing. Or yes. maybe this weekend do it. Because, like... Yeah, I'm, I'm happy the expansion's coming. And I'm happy for the pre-patch. It means stuff to do. Exactly, yes, yes. I, agree. I, I want it to be I want it to be ready. I don't want to, like... I don't want to, like, get into the game and then the servers go down. They're like, yeah, eight-hour maintenance. Sorry. Yes, that's, that's my thing. I don't want... Like, what I am looking at right now is uh, with whatever issues they had, I don't know if it was server instability or what, but if you had those issues, if you're not going to do another round of testing, you don't know if you fix those issues. You can think yeah. that you fixed it, but until you actually roll it out to test it, you don't know that the issues are fixed. So if it was yeah. something, if they brought, if they took it down and canceled it because of some issue... They don't unless you test it. You just don't know that it's ready. So you might still have that same issue. Um, and I, what I don't want to see because it's bad. It, it's bad publicity for them. It's just bad for the community. Tuesday pre patch is here. Go do your pre patch. Everyone jumps onto pre patch. Game breaks. Nothing's everything's bugged out. Nothing's working. Everyone gets mad. People cancel their pre-orders. People, you know, because because you know that's what's going to happen. People, if you know, you get all it takes is one streamer to go. Yep. Wow, sucks. This pre-patch is a failure. Don't buy Shadowlands. I'm canceling my subscription. I'm canceling my pre-order. And then you've got a million people that are going and doing the same thing just because that person said they were doing it. Uh, yeah. So, and I feel like that's been happening a lot lately, especially with WoW where you get certain streamers that are real popular and stuff, they criticize it, and then everyone just goes, oh, wow, sucks, without ever actually checking themselves or anything, you know? But uh, yeah. that's a, another tangent for another day. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, just, I want the pre-patch to go smoothly. I want it to... Uh, um, I, want, I want it to work properly. I totally understand if there's going to be bugs. I just want it to be smooth enough that people go, eh, that's expected. Um, yeah. And I really want launch to go. I'm very concerned about DDoS attacks on launch night. Uh, that's probably my biggest concern for launch night. Uh, because if you look at the Overwatch 2 launch, it was awful. Um, part of that was their own servers just not having the queue capacity, but they also had DDoS attacks all night long, and people had 40,000 queues. Like, 40,000 people ahead of them in queue. Um, and it was taking people hours to get even get into the game, and then as soon as they get in, it would get disconnected because of the DDoS attacks. I don't want to see that happen. Um, yeah. Blizzard. I think the WoW servers are, are they're used to that, especially after the issues they had with WAD. So I think it'll be better. But um, I, I'm still concerned about DDoS attacks. That's probably my biggest concern with launch night um, is DDoS attacks and making it really hard to do anything in that game. Um, so if anyone knows of ways to protect yourself and be able to stay in the game when there's a DDoS attack or get around DDoS attacks, let us know. But probably, you know, it, we're just at the mercy of it. That's the annoying thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, outside of that, uh, we're going to go ahead and um, 
we did do some testing on the Ruby Life Pools dungeon this week. We did a lot of, of keys in there, the keystones. Uh, we did plus tens, and the only affix we put on was the thundering one, because we just wanted to test that out mainly. Uh, so what do you think about the thundering affix? I like how it was changed, to be honest. I thought the first adaptation of it wasn't very fun. I thought it was kind of just not fun to play. Right. But with how they changed it into being the buff, they're about to expire you with the opposite buff. I think I like that. I don't think I think it's decent. I, yeah. I don't think it felt too challenging. Um, there, are, I know there are a couple times that it went on me, and I just didn't even pay attention to it and then all of a sudden I'm like why am i stunned oh i guess i had the buff uh, <laughs> but no it's it, so basically what it is now that you have the blue swirls come down you don't want to stand in those i think last week i said that i thought that you might end up needing to stand in those you do not want to stand in those if you get if you stand in it you get you take damage and you get stunned for one second um the buffs get distributed automatically i thought that you would have to stand in that to get the the buff or the debuff um, yeah but yeah, so the buffs go out automatically. It only targets four people, um, which makes sense because you have to have an opposite. You have to have two people to do the mechanic for each buff. Um, yeah. Now, the weird thing is they said that it was weighted towards healers more than tanks. I thought that that would mean that, you know, for every three, you know, or every every five Every, every five times it happens, three of them will go to the healer, two will go to the tank. Let me tell you, it is weighted towards the healer. Uh, I think the first dungeon we did, the whole dungeon, I think I had it go on me one time. Um, as, and I'm the tank. Uh, so tanks are not going to have to deal with this very often, I feel like. With the way it's currently tuned, they could change it. But I definitely noticed tanks, like I was not getting the debuff on me hardly ever. Um... So it is heavily weighted towards healers. I would say probably 80% of the time, 90% of the time, it's going to go on the healer from how it's currently tuned. Uh, yeah. When I did have it, I, I liked it. It was simple. Um, you know, if it, I, I like the flexibility it gives. Like, obviously, you want to try to keep the buff on you until the last second. But if you're in a situation where you just need to get rid of it, you can. Um, so it kind of gives some flexibility there. Um, also can lead to probably some people getting mad at you for running into you and, and taking the buff off of you right away when you wanted to keep it. <laughs> yeah. But what else is new than getting yeah. mad at you in Mythic Plus? Um, as far as the actual dungeon itself, we uh, mainly where we just we only did the Ruby Life pools on on the Mythic Plus testing. Yeah. We just um, want to test the one, yeah. Yeah, we just to get kind of used to it. Uh, we'll do more testing as soon as they have more testing available. Right now, there's no dungeon testing going on. I'm guessing that's going to change probably tomorrow. They'll probably have more testing over the weekend. I hope. Um, I hope so too. But yeah, no, I. Like oh yeah. What? Uh, um, they have the the, the dungeon pre patch Oldemon, right? Yes, yes, that's true. Yeah, level at a level sixty version of it. Um, that'd so be fun to do. Yep, yep. Well, if if the pre patch is working, um, yeah, that should be fun. True. Also, another note on the pre patch: they do have the background um, downloader is available. So get into uh, you know, make sure you open up your BattleNet even if you're not playing Shadowlands. Open up your BattleNet, let it update the pre patch and download everything ahead of time. So that way, when it is pre patch launch day, you don't have to sit there and wait for an hour for everything to launch to, to download and install. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So as far as the actual dungeon, Ruby Life pulls, 
Um, fairly straightforward. I, I don't know trash percentage exactly how much is needed. I felt like I know the first time we did it, it kind of worked out pretty well. Yeah, um, I feel like there's some stuff you can skip, but that being said, there's no way to skip it. Yeah, like I, there's I, like we we had like 92 percent by the time we got to that second boss, and then there's all those ads before the last boss. It was just like yeah, probably worth like but 20, I, 20, 30 percent. I, I think there's a few spots in the first hallway, especially where there's stuff that we can skip. We just didn't because right. I wasn't sure what we were going to be at percentage-wise. Um, right. I, th I, I think it's definitely got some skippable stuff in there, just not the way that we ran it. Because um, yeah. I, I didn't know what we would be on, on trash, so I was just playing it safe and just yeah. grabbing everything. Uh, but I think there's some spots, you know, we'll tune out, uh, tune 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 our routes out a little bit, um, once, especially once the actual expansion launches. I know we were talking about this earlier, but we'll probably wait to do, like, full-on deep dives of the dungeons and go over routes and stuff after the season has started um, yeah. and that way we kind of flesh out what's what and really get a hang of it. Um, but as far as the bosses go, first boss is pretty simple. Um, I know she spawned some ads. You got to pick up as a tank. Um, she has an absorb shield that you have to burn through and then interrupt. It was pretty simple. I don't really didn't feel like it was an issue. Um, there is an ability called chill storm. I did not see this thing on heroic, um, it, but I did notice it on Mythic. I don't know if it, when we did it on Heroic, if it was bugged, because it doesn't say that it's a Mythic only ability. Um, the Absorb Shield is Mythic only, but but uh, yeah. So somebody gets targeted with Chillstorm, and they just run out of it. But if you're near it, it's going to pull you towards it. Uh, then Hail Bombs. It has some swirls in the ground that you just have to dodge it pretty easily. Um, on high keys, that could kill you though in a one shot yeah. hit. Um, and then there's yeah. frigid shards, just a tank mechanic. It's not really a mechanic, just so much as have some mitigation up tanks. All right, because it's going to hit you hard. Uh, the yeah. second boss, um, the second boss, I think is fairly challenging. Definitely more challenging than the first boss. Um, tanks are going to have to be aware of where you're positioning the boss at, because we noticed that whenever I was doing some DPS, I know we had some issues with the tank that was doing it, kept boxing everyone in. Because um, basically what happens is a lot of different abilities put fire patches all over the ground and they last for two minutes. So they're going to be there the whole fight. Um, except yep. on, on Tyrannical Weeks, you might start um, getting some stuff clearing up near the end of the fight. But And we haven't tested this, but I'm, we're pretty sure that whole second trash area is in a ring that goes around. We're pretty sure you can use that whole ring for the boss fight. So you have plenty of space to work with. Yeah, um, but what you don't want to do, and part of it's RNG. Actually, it's all RNG. Uh, basically, the two two ways that things get on the ground is when she throws this boulder, um, and it starts right in front of her, and then it goes out in a line, and then explodes. And then where it explodes, that leaves a big giant patch, and then the other spots have little small patches wherever it touched. And then also the ad that she summons, when you kill it, it drops something, but the ad is not movable. It just it's wherever it's at it spawns and just sits there and casts it doesn't move at all so you're kind of at the mercy of rng which i don't necessarily like uh so it makes it a lot harder to make sure your positioning is good um but your, your best bet is to kind of try to try to just be moving around the ring pick one direction to go make sure everyone knows ahead of time pick one direction and move that direction um, yeah 
whatever you do, don't go to the little middle platform after she's already put stuff on the edges because then you're just trapped in there. Uh, but no, it's a pretty easy fight, I think. Um, uh, granted, we're, I think we outgeared it quite a bit for a 10, but it wasn't too bad. Um, the final boss is one that I think is going to be quite a challenge in there. Uh, yeah. I know we had some issues with a little bit. We had quite a few wipes. Also, the trash pack before the final boss, also challenging. Yes. Uh, a lot of damage going out. We had a couple wipes there. Uh, but the final boss, um, basically everyone is going to at times get a little ring around them. It's orange. And it's going to explode and drop puddles on the ground. You do not want to get into those puddles because if you do, it'll put another ring on you and drop more. You'll you'll drop more puddles. Uh, so I think a big thing is everyone needs to be coordinated with it and drop those puddles as close to the outside edges as possible. Yeah. Um, and also probably preferably on the same side because at some point she does this. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but she does an ability where basically there's wind going across the whole platform and it'll be blowing you but it also blows those puddles so the puddles are going to move as well uh, so you have to kind of keep that in mind with your positioning um, I think she does a fire breath that she does that if you get damaged by it again you get the dot on you so you have to be really careful with your positioning it was really really easy for that whole area to just become covered with fire crap and you're just you're got no way out everyone's just, just dying over uh, yeah we had that issue right. a few times but it was pretty good yeah well we can go over more next episode we're yep um, so the last thing is uh our add-on of the week which is dbm and big wigs so let me get logged in and we'll cover a little bit. So you want to go over DBM and Big Wigs do a little bit, Bio, while I'm getting logged um, in? Here. I don't know about Big Wigs, really. It's the same thing as DBM. It really is. Okay. I, I'm, one, one, is your, one is British and one is English. That's pretty much the main difference. Okay. Yeah, so DBM, Big Wigs is like... It's like a, a, hand, like a handbook for like how to do stuff. <laughs> You got, like, boss fights that'll, like, pop up and tell you what you need to do or what not to do or some use defensives or target this, you know, stuff like that. Um, I, I'm, I haven't always used it, but now that I'm going to start rating this expansion, I definitely am going to be using it, obviously. All right. yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so Big Wigs and, and, and DBM, they basically have the same things that just look a little different and again like i said uh big wigs is usually like in a british voice <laughs> and uh little uh dbm has got usually an american accent but that's just the voicing um i personally prefer big wigs um i run both of them though i just have big wigs as my primary one but as you can see up here in the left side Four, of the screen three um two, and you can you one. can probably hear the audio of them counting down so whenever you're in a dungeon or a raid, um, it it knows it's programmed with the different abilities that are in there, and it's got timers, timer bars that are going to tell you, hey, X ability is going to happen in 15 seconds. Um, what you can see here is, so if let's see, I start a test bar, 
so there's a bunch of little ones. So these all have, you know, 50 seconds, 20 seconds. Once it gets down to, I believe, 10 seconds, now it moves to these bigger bars. Um, which let me move those down here. So now I have these bigger bars, um, and you can adjust the size and everything on all of them. But you have these messages, so, like, it also has a um, little text message that'll pop up in the middle of the screen there that'll kind of just give you an alert. Like, see here, it says... Uh, the Four, ad spawn. Three, two, um, none of these are giving those, of course. Uh, so here, test mode starts. So right there, there's a little info more information there. Um, Uses this little text warning you, you know, that disability is happening right now, you know. Test bar expired. But it's got, like I said, it's got all the bars, the timers on there. Um, it tells you abilities. There's some stuff it'll tell you, you know. If, you know, you get mark of such and such on you, take it away from group, you know, stuff like that. Lots of little information and guides for the raids and dungeons. Um, for DBM, uh, just just downloading and installing DBM will cover the raids and the dungeons. Big Wigs, Big Wigs just covers the raids and then Little Wigs covers the dungeons. Um, but they all work the same way. You can move stuff around. You can change the audio for the different um, alerts and stuff. Um, I know Three, do, 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 for event two, sounds, you can change one. it. Defensive. I know in Counter Victory, you can get... Uh, that little Mario Final Fantasy Nintendo, Nintendo fanfare victory sound. Um it's a real popular one. But yeah, you can change all sorts of stuff for the alerts. Uh, you can change what alerts are spoken on, uh, what messages it sends you, whether or not you want to show timers. You can move the bars anywhere on your screen. I have my my DBM usually the top left, just so there's a backup. And then I have uh, uh, big wigs in the middle that'll pop up right underneath my character so I can see it all the time. Um, yep, I highly recommend it. Most most raids, like guild groups and stuff, will usually tell you to download uh, one or the other. They usually have a preference, and they'll usually some make it a requirement, some don't. But they'll just highly recommend it. I definitely recommend it if you're going to plan on doing raiding or Mythic Plus dungeons. I definitely recommend downloading one of the two add-ons. Um, but yep, yeah, uh, you got anything else on that bio you want to talk about? Nope. Nope. All right. Um, so let me go back to our show notes here. So got a week in WoW. Yes. So go ahead and tell us what did you do in WoW this past week, other than cause all these classes to get nerfed. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, I've been playing. Oh, sorry. Good stretch. Um. <laughs> I was best. testing out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been testing out Shadow Priest and Evoker mostly. It's been what I've been doing this last week. Yeah. Um, just testing some of the changes. It was fun, you know. I, I'm trying, and I know this is not a lot of people that know me are like, yeah, you're not able to do it. But I'm trying to stick to three characters just at a time that I'm be playing. <laughs> and I'm just kind of been trying like a lot. Like, Almost everything to see what's like the most fun to play, and uh, I've really enjoyed Shadow Priest and Evoker recently. But we can wow. I'm probably also gonna try my Feral out a little bit more because I really enjoy that as well. 
I liked your feral. I definitely liked you your feral. <laughs> I really enjoyed feral. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but invo Invoker is... I got I got a soft spot for it now. I got a correct build. I've had a lot of practice. I'm I'm doing good numbers finally. So it's it's kind of nice when you because when you're doing low numbers, you get a little discouraged sometimes. Yeah. But I I I found a good build from somebody that was doing really good, and I've been practicing it. It's been good. So I've been playing a lot of Vulcan Shadow Priest. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna be working my Feral some more too. So that's my week. All right, and then as far as my week goes. Um, uh, let's see. I, we did the dungeon testing. That's about it. Um, tried some tanking out. Well, I like the feel for it. I still, I still feel like we're a little bit weak on our on our soul fragment generation for vengeance, but is what it is. It wasn't too bad. Um, I was enjoying it. It felt strong. Uh, the dungeons were pretty. The dungeons that we did were pretty good. Um, tried some Havoc out. I really liked Havoc. Had a lot of fun playing Havoc other than the playstyle. Yeah. Um, the damage yeah, the was momentum. great. I hate the momentum build so much. I hate when they... And they do it every expansion. They try to make... Momentum's been the top build for like two expansions now. But only like 5% of people actually run it. Because it's just not a fun build. It's, and it's so, so yeah. sketchy to uh, do in dungeons especially. Um, it's yeah. not so bad in Raid. Uh, but in dungeons is really not not a smart play. Uh, but so I've kind of been testing that a little bit. Um, whereas you're trying to narrow yourself down to three classes, I'm trying to find other classes More. to play. <laughs> I can, yeah, I, I've I've jumped onto Evoker, didn't like it. Jumped onto Windwalker. I, I've I think I I got like. 30 minutes of gameplay on Windwalker. I, I think Windwalker is probably going to be the second one I play, but we'll see. Yeah, um, you like. I like I like the play style. I just I think part of it was not having much gear because I Windwalker's under geared. Uh, but right. I, just, uh, I played it for a, a little, just a few minutes. Just like it's not a demon hunter. It's not as much fun. Um, yeah. I have yeah. Every class I try, I'll play it for a little bit, and then I just I go back to demon hunter. It's just <laughs> demon hunter's where it's at for me. Um, I probably, I think I'm, I will try some Hunter out this week. Uh, maybe Beastmaster um, for leveling purposes to see. Kind of, it's nice to have kind of a ranged that's instant cast. Could be good for, for Beastmaster. So I, I want to test that out and see how it works, see how it plays. Um, but yeah, I, excuse me, I need to check out some of the other tanking classes. Just haven't had a chance to really. Um, you, I want to check out Guardian Druid, and I one that I really want to want to try to figure out is is Brewmaster Monk. I've tried it a couple times, just don't like it. But I, I really want to try it out and try to get the hang of it. It's the only tank class that I've that I I don't have hardly any experience playing in. I've tanked on Blood DK. I've tanked on Prop Pally, I've tanked on Prop Warrior, tanked on Guardian Druid, and tanked on Vengeance. Um, Brewmaster, I've never done more than like normal level dungeon. I don't think I've ever even done a heroic on it. I just, I just couldn't get the feel of it. Um, I think part of it is how it works, but uh, I don't like trusting the healer. But I think they gave it some more self-heals, this, this expansion. So that'll be nice. I want to test that out. Um, Going to do some... Uh, 
leveling runs to test out the new XP changes. That's another thing. On the XP changes, they also um, made it so the uh, bonus objective rares, the way it was working was you kill the bonus objective rare um, and you got 1500 XP and that was that. Now you also complete a bonus objective quest when you kill that rare and it gives you like 11,000, 10,000 XP. It gives you a normal amount of quest XP. So the rares when you're leveling, way more worth it now. Uh, it's like a 1,000% right. increase in XP for the rares, basically. So that's excellent. Very happy to see that. Um, I think they've changed a few things around with, with the leveling. Um, some stuff that wasn't giving XP before they are. I found some treasure chests, which I hadn't seen yet. I, I've seen treasure chests there, but they weren't giving XP. Now they're giving about 5,000 XP from what I've noticed. So that's nice to have. Uh, but yeah, I know I think tomorrow night we're going to do, you and I are going to do a, a, a dual speed run, kind of. Uh, yeah. We'll be leveling up together just to practice for launch night. And I think Saturday I'm going to try to do a speed run on my own. I don't think I'm going to do one tonight. Probably going to get some sleep after I eat here in a little bit, but uh, we'll see. Um, yeah, I don't know how much I'll be on tonight. We'll see. But no, I think I think leveling-wise, I think we're in a good shape I, for, from an expansion viewpoint. I think they've got the leveling down a lot better. It looks pretty good. I'm happy with it. Um, it's just everything else that I'm concerned about. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we'll see where we're going. We'll see. We, you know, trust in Blizzard, even though they've not always proven that that's a smart move. But we'll see. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. I guess that's about it. Um, yep. If you want to check out any of the other stuff, um, I've got a speed run videos on my YouTube channel, stuff like that. Follow me on Twitter at. Uh, uh, BuckblindDH. Uh, check out our Twitch whenever we're streaming. Mine is twitch.tv slash BuckBlind. YouTube channel is BuckBlind the Demon Hunter. Um, and then Bio, what are your uh, what are your socials over there? Up in the uh, QQ underscore Bioshock for YouTube and uh, Twitch. One of these days I'm going to get this pointing correct. The little reversed screen thing always makes it difficult. See if I can get. Oh, my finger's gone. My green skin's. Oh, my finger's gone. Okay, that was that was cool. <laughs> oh, that's the kind of day it's been for me. <laughs> all right, but yep. Uh, so yeah, no, let's come check us out. Appreciate all you guys for watching the stream or watching the 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 video of the podcast, listening on Spotify, um, Apple, RSS feed, all that stuff check out the video on youtube it'll be up friday afternoon probably um and one last thing before we go blame bioshock for all your nerfs <laughs> <laughs> yep um, thank you all we look forward to uh, the next one when uh, next week we'll discuss all the nerfs to uh oh what class did you say we're gonna play this week <laughs> volker and feral all right so yes expect some nerfs to those um, yeah. Oh, assassination. That was it. You said you were going to try out assassination. Oh, yeah. So yeah, let's. Yeah. We'll, we'll discuss those assassination nerfs next week. Um, anyway, <laughs> y'all have a good one. Bio, you got anything else to add? Nope. Alrighty. A man of few words. <laughs> all right. See you thank guys. you all for watching. Bye.